Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Madrasa on A. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to your program. Madrasa on Air Developing Islam in me. I'm your host Yasmina Peterson and you probably heard me speaking to none other than Sheikh Anwar Adamson that will be on our program up until Asr, actually up until 4 o'clock inshallah. We are definitely in the month of Sha'aban and this is definitely the Sha'aban edition being the 13th of Sha'aban 14.38. However, before we head into the conversation, I'm now going to be greeting my guest in studio. Sheikh, Assalamu alaikum. We are in the month of Sha'aban, the 13th of Sha'aban, and we are looking at maybe tomorrow, inshallah, tomorrow is going to be Layatul Bara'in, which we know Ruwa. However, Ramadan is around the corner, and starting off the program as to Ramadan being around the corner, what is there that Marina want to share? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salat wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala Allahumma zidna ilma wa rzuqna fahma rabbal alameen We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless each and every one of us We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to see the month of Ramadan As we know the dua that we probably have heard and frequently said Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban Oh Allah Bless us in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban, which are we, we are currently in. وَبَلِّغْنَا Ramadan, And O oh Allah, we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to see the month of Ramadan. And as you have mentioned, we are very, very close to the month of Ramadan. I'm sure that many of us are starting to prepare ourselves mentally, physically. We are starting to become excited. And this is indeed a, a great month, a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you know, as the other month has passed by the 11 months, we know how we were living. Sometimes we find it difficult to walk the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all the distractions that we have, with all the things on the road that deters us, alhamdulillah. We are speaking about Ramadan, the preparation of Ramadan, and like she has said, we are now getting ourselves in spirituality as well as mentally and physically for the month of Ramadan, seeing that it's around the corner. However, do know that you can interact with us via our SMS line as well as our WhatsApp. The WhatsApp once again is 072-238-0712 alternatively sent through an SMS to 47913. Now, Sheikh, just regarding where Sheikh stopped, just Sheikh was speaking about you know, the, the preparation that you have in terms of Ramadan as well as getting yourself physically and mentally prepared. Sometimes it is said that if you want to have something done to the fullest, to the best, then you have to be prepared for that. What is Molina's take on this? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala. Alhamdulillah, as Sister Azmina has mentioned that we are the program Madrasa and E. And as I've heard, alhamdulillah, a couple of times, Sheikh Ibrahim, Ibrahim Abrams, 
He used to run this prayer Alhamdulillah Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To reward him greatly For his efforts you know, Daily he was on this And he was vigorous And he was very energetic Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. We are definitely going to miss him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Reward the sheikh And return him Back to the voice of the cap Inshallah ta'ala So I am standing in for him Temporary inshallah <laughs> Alhamdulillah We are close to the month of Ramadan That the month of Ramadan Is indeed a gift From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we should look at it as such We should not look at the month of Ramadan As a burden We should not think That the month of Ramadan there is that month now that we have to stay away from food we cannot watch TV we cannot do certain things in the month of Ramadan this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way in his infinite wisdom and mercy to bring us back to the path of righteousness because as I've mentioned the past 11 months we as individual we know what we have been up to mm-hmm. how our level of taqwa has perhaps either increased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or our level has decreased and we are human beings we will uh, we will make mistakes sometimes as I've mentioned we do not find the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the one who has created us who has fashioned us who has placed us in this world he knows that at times we are too weak to just find the path to him Hence, we find the month of Ramadan. And as we know, the month of Ramadan is on our doorstep. And we should always make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to see the month of Ramadan. How many times, Sister Yasmina and listeners, we know of people, they've gotten ready for the month of Ramadan, a day before the month of Ramadan, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed something completely different for them. That they either cannot fast due to illness and we'll discuss this who are is exempted from fasting and i'm sure many of us are thinking yeah allah may be me it's <laughs> a joke <laughs> and also others allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that they leave this world before the month of ramadan mm. subhanallah and this is we cannot guarantee that we will indeed see the month of ramadan so we must try and every single day make dua Allah grant us to see the month of ramadan we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us during the month of ramadan Grant us that to be of the fortunate ones that we see the month of Ramadan. Start making dua. And generally, by the 15th of Sha'aba, we start to realize Ramadan is near. Yes. Because the reality is, many a times we go through the years, the, the, the Islamic man, Rabiul Awwa, Rabiul Tham, Jumada Al-Ula, Jumada Thani, Rajab. We don't really, you know, because. We live in a society where we follow the Gregorian calendar and not the Hijri calendar. So we generally know that Ramadan, we'll say it's the 27th of May. It's actually the first of Ramadan when Ramadan mm-hmm. starts. Mm-hmm. So let us try and prepare ourselves, inshallah ta'ala. This is a reminder. Let us start using WhatsApp and Facebook and all this social media in a positive way, in an inspirational way, where we start to remind start counting down you know when the world cup came to south africa the tv was you know in was influx 10 days to go mm. nine days to go eight days to go maybe we should start something like this inshallah ta'ala so that we are reminded the month of ramadan is about to approach us we will be receiving this guest from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the month of ramadan is indeed one of the blessed months that we can find during the year it's amazing in ramadan alhamdulillah 
let's be let us call a spade a spade our Qur'ans have gathered dust in Ramadan we, we wipe off the dust Alhamdulillah it's a positive thing and it's amazing that during Ramadan we always find time to butcher and to recite the Qur'an of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we always find time to make our extra nafil salahs our extra sunnah salahs we find time to be generous subhanallah you know the person that stands at the robot or the person that asks us for a favor or money outside the month of Ramadan we'll think twice during Ramadan we are so you know good hearted the spirit of the spirit of Ramadan is there that we give involuntary we don't even realize that we give for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hoping that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives us and this is the if I may say the awesomeness of the month of Ramadan and this is how we should anticipate the month of Ramadan now, Sheikh, you have been speaking about, you know, we as people getting ourselves ready, getting our minds in, in the right structure, in the proper structure, as well as preparing ourselves. But also, not only is the us that are going to be fasting, there's also the little ones that also will be fasting. And how do we prepare for them in terms of the month of Ramadan? Obviously, there are the little ones. They, they might not understand as the elder generation the, the, the significance of Ramadan. All that they may understand is Ramadan is the month of nice cookies and some mosa cheese <laughs> and taking away the cookies and the pizza, whatever the mother makes. And alhamdulillah, this is something that we need to encourage. I would love to say this publicly. That is a very good culture that we have in Cape Town. What they call the cookies wegfatterei. Yes. The cookies wegfatterei. <laughs> so that we used to know. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good time passing as well. If you're fasting and you're extremely hungry yeah. and your mother starts making that cookies mm-hmm. and she makes you four or five plates yes. and you go and, and you take that cookies away to the neighbor yeah this is something that i would not like to see die because mm-hmm. you know looking back when we were growing up that used to be the thing if you didn't take away cookies there was something wrong with you you yes. were lazy but this is something that we need to encourage and this is how you know rasul said that we should be good to our neighbors and one of the best ways is to actually send them a gift so this cookies is a good culture that we should keep in cape town inshallah ta'ala making sure and our neighbor also have something nice to eat mm-hmm. and vice versa sending back something back to the to the neighbor alhamdulillah so yes you know that, that is how we can encourage the little ones let us try this ramadan if we didn't take away cookies last year let us try and encourage the little ones the five-year-olds when they are fasting to it so that they get into the spirit of ramadan the spirit of of sharing the, the spirit of caring and it's amazing that whatever we teach our little ones when they are young I mean, Auntie Asmina, you can remember, you growing up, you still remember the cookies taking away? Yes, yes, I exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> so whatever do. you teach them when they are young, <laughs> that they take with them mm. in the, when they are older and they remember those things. So that's the first thing, let's get them in the spirit of Ramadan. Let them take away cookies. And it's not wajib from Quran and Sunnah, so as, a, as a culture, from a cultural angle. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, how do we encourage them to fast? Let us try and have little initiatives for them, mm-hmm. uh, things to encourage them. If you fast half day, uh, I'll give you, or at the end of Ramadan, I'm going to buy you a bike, whatever mm-hmm. they, they want. Uh, because in the time of Rasulullah, they also used to occupy the little ones with either toys or, or things that could occupy them to take their mind off. You know, fasting. Because generally, they, if it's going to be a, a, a little one's first time that it's going to mm-hmm. fast this year. Alhamdulillah, as parents, we want good for our children. 
We want them to understand Ramadan. But there's obviously a way that we need to deal with the little one. We cannot sit him down and say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahum tattaqoon. He's four years old, he's three years old, he's six years old. All he, he's thinking is, why do I have to stay from, away from food and drink? Mm-hmm. So we obviously need to be very tactful in getting them to um, fast in the month of Ramadan. Also, it teaches them to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mommy and daddy will not see you. But who sees you? Allah sees you. So if he does eat, at least have this, and this is only my personal opinion, have him come to you and say, Mommy, I'm hungry, can I break my fast? He does not lead him to that put in that um, situation where he breaks his fast. He's fast. So let's say, eat after the back. Although fasting is not wajib for him. So we, 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 we have made him so hard. We gave, given the mission over so harsh to him mm-hmm. that he's going to be punished. And rather have an open relationship and say, look here, my little one, whatever his name is going to be, what name is, I would like you to, to fast, inshallah ta'ala. Let him get up for suhoor, let him eat as far as you can. Let mm-hmm. us try till 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or let us try till 10 o'clock. It depends on the age and the capability of the child. If you feel, my little one, that you cannot manage, please come to me. Come and speak to daddy, come and speak to mommy. But do not, if I may say, um, force it upon him. Because what is going to happen? He's going to go behind, he's going to look at his friends eating, and he's going to eat, so let's say, and his calampis. And now you've, You've, you've created a bigger problem because now he's doing things behind your back. So rather have him come to you, so that he come honest, mommy, I cannot anymore, I'm hungry. And from there you take it one more hour, inshallah, 30 more minutes, just 15 more minutes. And this is how you encourage me, inshallah ta'ala. That is only my advice for the little ones. And I'm, I am sure, you know, we, we, are, we are at different stages with our little ones. We understand them, we know them better. This is only but my advice. Let us try to encourage them to fast little part of the day, inshallah ta'ala, just so they get a feel of it, bismillah ta'ala. And we should encourage them, have some uh, incentives for them, inshallah ta'ala. Now, she's just going back to what she said, that in, in the time of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu there used to be toys in which they used to occupy the little ones with. But now if you're looking in today's day and age, uh, the little ones, they're normally susceptible to your cell phones, to your cartoons on, you know, on TV and so on. So what happens in a case where, mommy, I want to watch cartoons? Yeah, Yasmina, you know, this is going to be a contentious issue because many, many of us believe that we should put off our TVs, which is good, it's excellent, it's admirable, and now we, we don't want... Look, there's two sides to the story. You might let him align towards cartoon and give him another message that it's okay to still watch cartoons in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So you might not want him to grow up like that. Or... As you've mentioned rightfully, and wow, amazing thing that you've thought about, that today we don't have, children don't play with those toys and those pop punches and things anymore. Color in, you know, coloring in yes, was, was the, the thing. Books, yes, coloring the books, yes, You still have kids <laughs> playing with the coloring books, so those would, that would occupy them, so they would want to play with the cell phone. I think it would be best to try as much as possible to steer away from those things so that you understand there are certain sacrifices that needs to be made. Or you limit his time with the cell phone or with the TV. Okay, you can watch TV or cartoons or pop and cheese, whatever they call it, uh, for 15 minutes only, so that he becomes aware that in Ramadan, it's not a norm to watch TV. It's not a norm to, 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 to be occupied with the cell phone completely. So maybe that would be a, a, a start to limit it. 
If not, if you are on a better footing with your child, maybe you try and sit with him and try something completely different, like coloring in, counting, using an abacus, things like that, just to occupy him, inshallah ta'ala. Because it's going to be a major adjustment for a little one going to fast his first year. If this is his first year fasting Ramadan, parents has to be very, very wise. A child does not dislike Ramadan. And feel when Ramadan comes, it's that month of burden. Obviously, at the time of Bukha, the cookies, oh, he's going to love it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But during the day, and alhamdulillah, we are so fortunate, sister Yasmina, and listeners of the voice, okay, but we're still in the month of winter. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, so it's shorter times for, for all of us to fast, or even for them. You know, Alhamdulillah, so it's ideal time for them to start fasting, Alhamdulillah. So that would be my advice. They try and occupy them with the social, with the cell phones to a limit. If we can completely take it away, so that they understand Ramadan, or maybe say we're going to sit with Alif Bata, but we, we as parents need to be creative also. We need to find things for them to do, occupy them, try something completely new that they've never done during the other month of uh, Ramadan, outside the month of Ramadan. Sheikh Shukran so much for that. You can send through your questions through to 072-238-0712. Alternatively, send through an SMS to 47913. Just before we break for an ad break, Sheikh, here is a question that came through. And this is in terms of Salam VOC. I want to ask if I have two kids that is on Ritalin. Now, Ritalin is a medication that you take for ADHD children. Must they fast? They are 7 and 11 years old, Kanala. Um, I do not have the answer, to be honest with you, that inshallah ta'ala, if Allah, if Allah will, we'll discuss that. I hope that you're making a note when we come to the factors which break the fast. And inshallah ta'ala, in that program, we will discuss if Ritalin, taking medication, taking heart tablets, taking injections, whether it is uh, you know, numbing of the muscles, whatever inje- injections that we need to take, we'll discuss that inshallah. But to give an answer right now of the cuff, I do not know how Ritalin is taken. If it's taken via an injection, is it taken via a tablet, is it taken with water, I do not know. So it's like, uh, difficult for me to give an answer right now. So inshallah ta'ala, we'll, when we get to that, we will discuss Ritalin inshallah ta'ala and tablets and injections and insulin and asthma pumps and all these things that we find contemporary happening today that we will discuss inshallah ta'ala in weeks to come. Inshallah. Now she just on the topic in which we were speaking about the little ones and having your child fast and also bringing the concept of Ramadan in whether they are three years old, whether they are two years old. Is it advisable for them to fast maybe half day whether they are two years old, three years old, looking up maybe to four years old? That will be entirely up to the child. You know, the parent and the child. You have some children, mashallah, at five years old, they are extremely mature, extremely yes. strong. They mm-hmm. love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They, in, they are, they can fast the entire day because as I've mentioned, we are in the winter months. So they can fast. So you look at the capability of the child. I cannot say from where I'm sitting right now that you must make your child fast half day when he has the ability to fast whole day. Mm. There's options as one day full day, one day half day. There's options of full day, there's options of half day, half day, half day. There's even options people just just fast till 10 o'clock. You know, so we cannot say, but at least the awareness should be made with our little ones. Please, we need to make them aware. Do not wait until they become mukallaf and now you want them to fast because now it is wajib. It's incumbent for them to fast, but they do not have any prior history to fast. Sheikh Shukran so much. We were speaking about getting our little ones ready in terms of the month of Ramadan and also having them in that spiritual state as well. And however, on our SMS line, Sheikh, there is a, a 
I'd say a nice uh, SMS that came through, and it came from the number 6277. It says, Salam. Parents should encourage the child to recite at least one hatam if they are able to. So, Sheikh, maybe any word, last wording from your side, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Yes, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah is a good initiative that uh, Voice of the Cape has taken. The Madrasa and E. Alhamdulillah. Many a times we find that, fortunately, because of our schools that we attend now, we actually don't go to Madrasa in the afternoon. And if I could just remind our parents, this is pivotal. It's very important. Let us try, inshallah ta'ala. And just to psychologically also educate them that Islamic knowledge is also important. Yes, sometimes we are, uh, the schools when come out of past four, but let us try to find the madrasa that starts maybe past four or five o'clock. Because as a youngster growing up and our generation growing up, we know this was the system. Eight o'clock you're in school, you have your first interval, your second interval, and then you're starting to worry about madrasa. So you come out of past two, three o'clock you're in the madrasa. Out of your school clothes and in to your madrasa clothes. So Alhamdulillah is a good initiative that the Voice of the Cape has, has done to try and bring the madrasa into the home so that the children, if they not by the means to go to madrasa, we do encourage them to go. Inshallah they benefit from this program, but obviously it won't you know, substitute going to the madrasa. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. We also <coughs> spoke about, you know, the cartoons and <coughs> the children that is most susceptible to the internet. And however, on our WhatsApp number, uh, someone sent through a WhatsApp saying, Assalamu alaikum. TVs and computers is not going to go away. However, replace cartoon watching with Islamic videos. There are many recitals of various surahs with translations as well as lectures. Shukran, all the best for Ramadan. Wow, Shukran so much to you a, as well and the best for Ramadan. That's a beautiful, beautiful suggestion. You know, Islamic cartoons, maybe of whatever, of Ramadan or whatever they, they want to watch. Islamic cartoon of reciting of Quran, Alhamdulillah, is excellent. But getting back to the previous question that was asked about khatams uh, in the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, it's always uh, an amazing thing and wonderful that we complete a khatam of the Quran. Generally through the year we cannot find time to make a khatam. Now what is a khatam? It's reciting the Quran cover to cover from the alif of Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin Surah Fatiha to the scene of Surah Al-Nas cover to cover from one to the end. Says Alhamdulillah, we are encouraged to make a khatam in the month of Ramadan if one is able to do so. But reality is sometimes we fall short to make a khatam in the month of Ramadan. And we should not become despondent. We are busy people, we are working, we are tired. Sometimes because we are emphasizing on the khatam, we are forgetting to encourage people to actually recite the Quran. And for them to actually ponder over the Quran. So Rasulullah says that a person who recites the Quran for each and every harf, listen nicely, just listen carefully, put everything into perspective. For every harf that he recites, for every letter he recites, he will get 10 rewards. And he goes his alif, lam, mim. Alif is a harf, it's a letter, lam is a harf. And mim is a harf. 30 rewards for reciting alif, lam, mim. Mm. So what happens is because we are Khatam inclined, we want to finish our khatam, one day might pass and we know we have to recite a juz a day to in order to complete our khatam. And the people break it down for us, recite one page after fajr, one and a half sides, this time. Reality is, things get busy. You have a janazah in the family, you have some that you need to see to, you need to take your mother to hospital, and you lose out on that particular day. So now you are down one juz one day already, which means you are going to have one juz less. Day four, five days go by, one another day goes down, so now you are two Jews behind. What happens? 
a person is, is left with two choices. He's either going to try and make up that khatam, he's going to recite so fast, no tadabbur, no tajweed, no pondering over letters, just going to go through just for the sake of the khatam. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pronounce the letters correctly. Or, that's the one option you're going to do if he's a good reciter. If he's not that good of a reciter, and we know for the person who struggles, there's two, twice the reward. He gets the reward twofold. If he's not that good reciter, what's going to happen? He knows he's not going to finish the khatam. He might end up leaving it completely. Because I cannot achieve the goal that I've set out to this month. I want to finish a khatan. So this is sometimes, um, I would say, a little bit of a setback if we are to push for people to make a khatan. Rather that the person recite something constant every day, recite a page or two, and get the rewards of the huruf of the letters that is in that particular page. And if one person, inshallah ta'ala, can recite one page and count every harf on that page, you can only but imagine what the rewards is if each and every harf is ten. And recite a half a side consistently, even if he does not complete a khatam. But he has recited in the month of Ramadan, and that is an encouragement. Yes, if you are by the means to make a khatam, alhamdulillah. But let us not make it such a difficult thing, because reality is we are busy people. Mm-hmm. We are working. We are tired. We have responsibilities. Rather have the person recite something consistent every single day. Opens the book of Allah, one verse, and he checks what Allah says in the Quran would probably be more beneficial than just rushing through just to finish a khatam at the end of the month. And that is my that is only but my opinion. I'd rather have a person reciting every single day and trying to get as much as huruf, much of letters in, and now we see how it becomes an easy thing, alhamdulillah, no burden. Because no one wants to sit in front of the Quran because it's a burden, I'm tired of the asr, but I know I have to recite. If I don't recite, I'm going to find that burden, and he forces himself against his will at times just to recite, and he recites tiredly, he recites without any pondering, mm-hmm. he just wants to get finished, it becomes a tedious exercise. Rather recite when you are alhamdulillah, conscious of Allah, you recite with a melodious tune, the malaika is in your presence, and you are energetic, that would be better inshallah ta'ala. And as I've said, I do not say to not make a khatam. If a person has the means to do so, he has the ability and the willpower, and he's been doing it, do so. But we also need to see to others, do not deprive them, because I'm a slow learner. Alhamdulillah, I've gone to Quran this month. Remember this. People learning through the year. Alhamdulillah, he graduates before the month of Ramadan. Now we can imagine how he's going to recite. So what are you going to do with this person? You're going to attempt to make a khatam? He's going to push himself and he might not be able to do so. So rather let him recite what he can, inshallah ta'ala. And if I may, I know you want to cut me now. If I may, the people that can only read the harfs, you can only see lam, alif, ba, ta, is maybe there. He opens the book of Allah. He can't read the, the ah, i, u, with, and the mm-hmm. shadda and the sukun. Let him look at the Quran and at least try to recite the letters that he sees in front of him. For example, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin. Let him recite Alif, Lam, Ha, Mim, Dal, Lam, Lam. Practice for him also, inshallah ta'ala. So he will also get the reward bi ta'ala. Inshallah. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. And just before we go and we end off, there is a message that came through on our WhatsApp. It says, Salam, Sheikh. Many cons read Arabic. It's okay to read in English. Alhamdulillah, we, as I know the hadith is whoever recites the Quran, as I've mentioned earlier, if a person even identifies the letters, hopefully, inshallah ta'ala, he'll get the reward by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yes, 
reciting the English Quran, reciting the English translation, there's rewards for that, for making effort. Allah A'lam, if you will be rewarded for every letter that he recites of the English, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh, and shukran. Our time is up. It's 4 o'clock on the dot, Sheikh. Anwar Adamson, shukran so much, and I wish you all of the best. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. From myself, Yasmina Peters, with you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.